episode 98 of the Small Business Startup Essentials podcast. What is a personal brand? Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Small Business Startup Essentials a podcast. I'm Tom Claremont, a small business personal brand and podcast coach. And the purpose of the podcast is to help you launch your personal brand business quicker, better, and with a solid plan in place so that you'd be more profitable quicker. Now, whether you plan on having a full-time or part-time business that you do on the side, a lot of the strategies and tactics you'll hear on the podcast will still apply to either scenario. So stay tuned and hit the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. So if you're trying to get out of the corporate rat race or just preparing for retirement, or maybe life version 2.0 and reboot yourself to go on a different path, this podcast is for you. Hope you get a lot of education and inspiration out of the show. So we're gonna tackle the topics that are the most relevant for your small business. So let's get started. Well, friends, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that already have this personal brand stuff figured out, but there may be some of you listening that need a bit more clarification to what all this personal brand stuff is all about and how they should think about it. Because for me, when I started out, um, the, the, the meaning has sort of shifted a bit over the past 20 years. And to be honest, I really like the way the definition has sort of evolved over time. And just to be clear, hey, when I started my business in 2002, I didn't start out with a personal brand. I thought it was a good idea to have sort of a corporate identity, you know, and had more of this corporate name and logo, you know, and to make it seem like I'm more professional and maybe bigger than what I really was. See, I started out as Net Essentials Incorporated. I'm still incorporated, still had the same company name, but back then I had the domain name you know, Net Essentials Inc. and the website to match. And I really didn't know too much about the personal brand image thing and what I should even do with that sort of identity. So I stuck with the more corporate identity. It had a corporate logo, you know. And when you Google search the term now, you'll get a lot of different perspectives on this really, but it all comes down to your personal identity and how you present it. Since it's a personal brand, it's all about your ideas, your expertise, your reputation, and your personality. But when I say it's all about you, what I don't mean is that the messaging for your personal brand needs to be all about you because that would just turn a lot of people and probably everybody off and they'd run away from you as fast as they could. There needs to be a certain perspective in place with your messaging that takes your ideas and expertise and your reputation and personality, but you're presenting yourself in such a way that you're showing people how you can help them with the problem they have through your ideas and expertise and your reputation and personality. Your personal brand is both all about you, but all about them as well, them being your target audience, how you can help them. So I just don't want to get the impression that what, what I think a personal brand is some sort of, you know, egocentric sort of perspective where you just, it's all about you. It's not. 
So let's talk a little about your personal brand identity and how it can be both all about you and all about them at the same time. There's three V's that I like to use when explaining this identity part of the definition. Your visual identity, your verbal identity, and your values identity. So let's talk about this for a bit. Your visual identity. This goes along with how you're presenting yourself on your website and social media. You know, how are you being perceived? And I always recommend that you think this through when you're putting content on the internet, because sometimes some questionable content could come back to haunt you. And the spectrum is very wide for this visual identity. I'm not advocating that every bit of content needs to always be professional and that people shouldn't see your personal side. But then on the flip side, if you're too personal and not professional enough, that sort of content won't help you grow your business either. But there needs to be a balance of both personal and professional content that you put on the website and your social media accounts. When people first land on your website or social media account, what's the first impression that they have of you? What's your visual identity? And how does it invite more people in to see more? Or is it turning people off? What's your verbal identity, right? When I use the word verbal, it doesn't necessarily mean what you say exactly, but more about, you know, what your message is to the world, right? What's your message and how are you presenting this message? What's your content and how is it helping people solve a problem? Because remember a little bit ago, I was saying that there needs to be a, I can solve your problem perspective in the personal brand image, right? So when it comes down to your content, you can develop better content by always having your target audience in mind and by presenting your message in a way that makes them feel like you're talking to one person, just them. And I just, I said this to a guy on LinkedIn recently, Chris Williams. I, I had him on a Zoom call and, and I said, Chris, when you talk in your videos, it, it's it's like you're my best friend <laughs> and you're talking to just me. And I love his approach. And I told him that. Look up Chris Williams uh, on LinkedIn. He's He starts mastermind groups. He's, he's an excellent guy with a lot of great content. Uh, been helping me lately as well. And, and um, he's a good guy to look up. Anyway, you're being personal to somebody that you don't even know yet. And that can be a little tricky at times, but if you're sincerely trying to help people solve a problem, just present it in a way that makes them feel like they're sitting across the table from you. This will be your verbal identity. Now, last in the three V's is the values. You know, what do you believe and how you weave that into your content. Now, I'm not talking about religious beliefs per se, but if that's what your personal brand is all about, then yes, go for it. You know, Now, Tim Tebow is a great example of that. His personal brand is all about his faith and how he helps people to make their lives better. But for the most part, your values identity will shine through as you present who you are and how you do business. 
For example, I posted something on LinkedIn yesterday that referred to how I can help someone that wants to have copy written for their website and their landing page and lead magnet and email marketing. You know, I do that. But when I referred to writing the copy, I put in parentheses ethical copy because the, the copy that some people use crosses the line of good ethics and either you know misrepresents or lays a huge guilt trip on you that you, you don't need to try to make you buy their thing that they're selling. So when you put content out there in your website or landing page or email marketing or whatever, you're, you're always giving people a glimpse of who you are as a person and the values that you have both personally and professionally as well. So those are the three V's, the visual, verbal, and values. Now, do you need a personal brand? You know, what if you're still trying to decide if you actually need a personal brand? Am I saying that everybody needs to have one? No. You know, you may be in a situation with your business where you don't actually need to have that personal brand image. There's plenty of examples where someone started an online business but used a more corporate model and that it's still okay. Prudential insurance, for example, you know, since it has insurance in the name, we know what it's about and what they offer. The Family Foundation. Now, that's a nonprofit organization, but you can tell by the name that they're into solving problems that have to do with the family unit. So if you're not going to have a personal brand image, then I would recommend that you include you know, the purpose or the type of business in the name. You know, Richmond Real Estate, Advanced Auto Repair. You know, you, you get the picture, right? What to name your business if it's not a personal brand business? Now, what do you name your business if you want to have a personal brand business? You know, if you're thinking about having a personal brand, then I usually recommend that you call it after yourself. That's what makes it personal. Because really, when I was Net Essentials Incorporated, I, I didn't want people to think of me as the president of Net Essentials Corp Incorporated, but I wanted people to say, hey, call Tom. Or, you know, we need to get Tom Claremont over here to help us with that. That's what I wanted. I wanted him to think of me or to refer me, not you should call Nut Essentials Incorporated. They'll help you with that because there's no they. It was just me anyway. So if it's just you in the picture, then use your name. But be aware that the internet has a memory, a long one, right? So if you're using your name, you're putting yourself out there for everybody to see. And, and friends, you know, <laughs> friends, family, potential clients, potential employers, it's all visible. Now, just as a side note, so you can see a little bit more where I'm coming from, I, of course, registered the domain name, you know, www.tomclaremont.com. But I also bought the domain name thomasclaremont.com. Why? Because if there was a Thomas Claremont out there in the world, and I know there are, there's a doctor in New Hampshire with my name. If there was 
a Thomas Claremont out there in the world that wanted to have a website and give the world a totally different image and message to what I was presenting, that it would, it would totally confuse my target audience if they found me through that way. You know, if, if, they, if they searched for thomasclaremont.com and, and they got one message and, and one guy, but then they go to tomclaremont.com and they get me, different message, different guy, it just presents confusion. So for a few dollars a year, I own both domain names so that I can control my personal brand image better and protect that image better. Okay, so I hope that this helps to clear up some misconceptions that are out there on this topic and that, you know, maybe this episode will help you to form your own personal brand or, or not. But either way, if you do pick a personal brand or you want to have a more corporate name, you'll have at least thought it through a little bit better. All this sound good? You know, I recommend you spend some time thinking this through because if you decide to start a personal brand business or if you think it's time to switch like I did, you need to make some changes to the business plan and how you're going to market and promote yourself. Because when you do make the switch from corporate brand to personal brand, you're now claiming a new identity in a way. You know, yes, your clients and, and prospects probably already knew that your business was just yourself. But now, after making that switch official, you're going to have to turn off the corporate image and all the promotion that went along with it and turn on the new personal brand you and all your documentation, your social media, your email marketing. It can be a big deal, you know, depending upon how many marketing and promotional tools you already have in place. So think it through. You'll be glad you did. Well, friends, that's all I have for today. Thanks for listening. Please let me know what you think of today's episode and your thoughts on the topic. Don't forget, I have a lot of free resources at tomclaremont.com slash resources. Uh, I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching and group coaching as well. And I uh, have a starting a podcast ebook. It's a, a mini course that I created for you. It's a free download if you're thinking about starting a podcast. As always, I want to end by saying stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.